Misunderstood by Claire Lyons. You used to send me emails and gummy worms galore. I stopped biting my nails because I wasn't lonely anymore. I'd stare into your eyes, one green and one blue. We'd share a plate of fries and I'd dream of kissing you. But Cam, you broke my heart like glass, all because of Nina Callas. You acted like we were through, so J.H. I had to choose. I never liked him as more than a friend. I was hurt because I got dissed. Please don't say that this is the end. I won't be happy till we've kissed. I'm Franny. I'm Sophie. And you're listening to Girls Girls Like Like Us, your comprehensive guide into the wild world of Lisey Harrison and the click. All right, so this is our first record of the new year. Everybody, welcome. Happy 2020. Happy 2020. You are have already heard podcasts from us in 2020, but for us, this is 2020. So if you hear a newness in our voices, um, it's the surgery. that's why. And it's yeah. definitely not the new audio recording that we're getting, um, courtesy of the one and of only Cam and Stacey. Yeah, of men, but yeah. specifically a man, that man being... Um, Cleveland's Camden Stacy. Thank you, Camden, for your service. We love you. Thank you, Camden. Um, big old shout out. Um, so let's talk about, let's talk New Year. Yeah, um, we we did spend New Year's together. We did. Very romantic. Yeah, it was very romantic. Our partners <laughs> also spent New Year's together in a separate location. <laughs> can I can I say about the dream that I had? You can say about the I dream. I had a you dream had. that Sophie wanted me to fuck her boyfriend. And I do. So it was Yeah, like exactly. A, so she picked up on that. In the well. new year, we're Swapping partners. Yeah, we're swapping partners. Meg does not want to fuck me, but I'm willing to win her over. Exactly. Yeah, you (laughs) just have to to try. Right, because I'm going to start sending her New Yorker articles and we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We did go to an escape room. We did. And the theme was space. The theme was space. (laughs) Um, I had never been to an escape room. Fran... Um, I've done a few. She's done a few. My boyfriend, Nick, uh, who Fran's going to fuck, has also done, I think, one or two. Um, but luckily, there were some men there. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you, uh, men. Three, three men. random One of men. them was wearing a He-Man sweatshirt. Just yeah. like one of those cheap sweatshirts you buy on, like, Redbubble with, like, on a wish. single... Right, exactly. Like, a single uh, graphic stretched, like, morphed across the whole thing. The escape room um, guy was like, just like, oh, He-Man, man, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, we rolled up to this escape room, and he was like, uh, so your teammates are already here. And it was like, picture going to an escape room and not knowing the people you're going to be doing the escape room with. And then, like... That's the people that were there. Basically, exactly. the three dudes. But it, it was like a short guy, and then a tall guy, and then an average height guy. I'm guessing they have a podcast. I'm guessing they. Also, yeah. <laughs> and we got those three men here today. Right. Um, I actually wish that uh, we we should have talked to them about that. But um, yeah, we should have had them on. So. Um, thank God that they were there because I felt pretty useless doing the escape room. But yeah. I will tell you that the next morning, my boyfriend and I did wake up and he was like, you know, I'm feeling kind of fucked up. And I was like, why? What's up? Are you hungover? Like, what's going on? And he was like, I feel like I was mansplaining the escape room. <gasps> oh, <laughs> so no. He felt like everybody was pissed at him about the escape Nick room. Nick did a good job. He's the only one who actually, like, solved puzzles. Like, right. I don't think I solved a puzzle. Yeah, like, I don't think I did own. either. I don't think I am capable of that. <laughs> no. I don't think our brains <laughs> Well, are. we are women, so yeah, we it's are, like, it's tough. And speaking of being women. Yeah. We'd like to introduce for the first time onto this podcast, boys. Men, boys, we're here. Men, men, um, men, men, men. Stop. We can't. We don't have. We can't buy that. I can't afford that. Um, Sheen's people are still really litigious after all that happened. He needs. He's in the red, and he's got to go back in the black. Um, guys, I'm so excited about 
um, whose studio we've traveled to be in today because we couldn't physically accommodate them in hours. No. Um, we have the boys of your favorite Chicago produced podcast, Statesman. Um, we are so excited to have like they are some of my best friends and this not is some of mine but not some of Franny's. uh she is the she's the third in this scenario i'm, I'm kind of the claire to this pretty committee uh, yeah. <laughs> this is the pretty committee i'm massey Stuart's definitely alicia absolutely alicia um, my boobs <laughs> we'll get into it tim is dylan and anthony's Kristen. <laughs> yeah i'm so sorry anthony oh, boy <laughs> Um, Which means Anthony can't come on this podcast yeah, so, till halfway through. Um, <laughs> so with us today, we have um, your elder state, excuse me, your elder statesman, Tim Ferrari. What's up, clickheads? <laughs> um, we have tall boy, Anthony Rossi. Tall boy, crack me open, take a sip. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we have everybody's favorite withholding shrinking flower, um, Stuart Highcar. Um, I'm a wallflower, but I'm also infinite. Isn't that interesting? Yeah? Kind of <laughs> fucked up. Um, so we're here today to talk about um, A Pretty Committee Strikes, Strikes Back. Back. And this might be, I just realized, the first time that men have ever read this book. Um, so that's mm. really exciting. Yeah, you guys are making history right You guys now. are making uh, it. You're it's 2020, weed is legal. <laughs> yeah. Men are reading the click. Right. This is like, yeah. yeah. So thank you so much for having us on. Like, we definitely appreciate the fact that like you asked us to be here and it is <laughs> insane that we're you know you asked us to do this book specifically it's it's a wild one i i'd never had any experience with the click other than listening to your podcast and i was immediately sucked in like <laughs> yeah. yeah it is a whole nother world that's just i i can't wait to explore even more after this book i want to go back and read the ones before yes. it i gotta read the ones after uh, absolutely yeah. right yeah the whole click verse the yes. extended click <laughs> the verse. and there is and there truly is an ex we will get alphas. into it on this one specifically but there is an extended universe of um this book but also this book is also reaching out and kind of putting out feelers at creating an extended universe with like YA novels as a whole. I don't know if we caught the many hatchet references. Yeah. Uh, what do you yeah. mean? <laughs> <laughs> it was all over. It was all over. Uh, <laughs> oh, is, is the first one to get a get a spin-off book, Mr. Minor? <laughs> oh my God, please. I could That's read an it. adult book. It's called Minor. It's, jo <laughs> it's Joaquin Phoenix is Minor. <laughs> maybe maybe Mr. Minor is the kid from Hatchet. Kind of fucked up this shit, Brian going through y'all like what do we think about Brian um, so right off the bat um, I just want to say that in this book so all the girls are headed to like a kind of camp sort of field trip theme deal which obviously we don't get to they don't um, get there till 150 pages just, into the book right yeah yeah um, and I want to set this intention um, for all of us is that it, in our sort of like classical um, hegemonic notions of American literature the wilderness is seen as a place for um kind of like the carnival-esque, like things you can't do mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. regular society. So we're talking sexual deviance. We're talking, mm -hmm. um, yes. <laughs> we're talking sort of uh, body horror. We're talking about things kind of going topsy-turvy, yes. mm -hmm. um, a polytropic sort of atmosphere. Yeah, mm -hmm. reading um, the hatchet out loud. You could never do right, that. You can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> no. So I think that that's a good sort of, th um, if, to root us in uh, theory, um, that's where we should start. Um, but let's right off the bat, I'm just, I'm fucking dying. I've seen Stuart many times since he started reading yeah. the book and I I have held off on talking to him about wow. it, but I'm fucking dying to hear just everyone's first impressions. So let's go one by one of like your overall, mm -hmm. try to keep it brief, but um, we'll start with Tim because I know it will go Tim Anthony Stewart because I know Stewart's is going to be long and what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's start with Tim. Just I, give us a rundown of your feelings. This was my first young adult novel since I read the Magic Treehouse books when I was like maybe nine years old and haven't stepped foot back into the genre. 
it's an, it's an impossible exploration that I couldn't like really undertake. But uh, I did it, and it took me fucking twelve hours to read this book. And wow! <laughs> it uh, it was a sweaty nightmare. I read wow. it mostly at work. Okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I, uh, I'm Anthony Rossi, uh, co-host of the podcast Statesman. Mm. Uh, no, I, um, I, I felt really fucked up while reading this book. It's not, <laughs> it, the perspective of the book makes it so fucked up for adults to read in general. Exactly. Also, yeah. also for children to read, yeah. like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and young adults, like any, no one should read this. No one should read any of these books. <laughs> the, it's, there's nothing but bad lessons and bad takeaways. <laughs> and, and truly re- like reading it as a 25 year old man, I was like, I'm, I'm a pervert. Yeah. Like, exactly. I'm made a pervert. Well, you, didn't, you didn't like, like reading about a 13 year old size C tits. Oh, like, yeah. It was poisonous. <laughs> I, I really had a rough time getting through it. I, I didn't start started until a couple days ago and I was like, oh, I'm going to breeze through it. It's only 150-ish pages. No, yeah. And then the first 30 pages went by like running through mud. It's, it's, really, it's, it's, a, it's gulag-esque. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really had to like trap myself into reading it and um, I have to tell you, I will never read another one of these books. Okay. <laughs> um, he- hello, listener. I'm Stuart Highcar and I am going to keep this brief. Um, <laughs> this book is a monstrosity. Um, it is. It shouldn't be absorbed by any child. And I want to echo what Anthony said about feeling like a pedophile reading this <laughs> fucking book. I'm so glad we have this perspective. I, I mean, like, I totally understand how being like a young girl in like middle school, you'd read this and like it because these girls are like cool. Yeah. You know, in their world, and they're really cool. What you have to realize is that two things about this as a YA piece. One, it's kind of like, your parents aren't checking the books you're going to read. Yeah. It's like the one thing, like they can walk into the room and be like, hey, you need to stop watching next, but they sure, can't be yeah. like, hey, put that book down because they're just happy you're reading. They can and limit also, you checking out Cosmopolitans from the library. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had no idea about this shit. Right, yeah. Um, but like, think about the kind of girls that you could, I probably assume that Franny and I were in middle school. Mm. Like, cool girls were not reading this book as we've talked about on this podcast. Yeah, I think that's fair. It's like a window into a world that did, like, we, you didn't have access to. And as a young boy, a a little chubby boy, a very (laughs) sad little chubby boy, I had a point where, like, reading and, like, seeing cool kids do stuff, like karate kids. Yes. There were always, like, kids doing karate and beating up adults. And that's who, like, I wanted (laughs) to be. And so this, like, sort of female twist on that of, like, these girls always get it over on the adults. They're always cracking wise to Mr. Minor. They have the the best jokes so quick, too. So what would you guys say if I told you that Mr. Minor only appears in this book? No way. way. Wait. Wait. Okay, first of all, Yes. That's great news because his name, his character's actual name is Cole Miner. When, when I read that, when I read that, when somebody was like, "Oh, Cole," I almost like threw my phone across the room. That's that's just Lacey for you. Lacey's yeah. getting in. She's calling to school OCD because it's a disease that some people have. Yeah. It's truly a quote from her where she said, "I thought it would be funny to name the school OCD because it's a disease that some people have." Wait, we're not going to. Listener, Mr. Minor is the chaperone on yes. this field What geography teacher? Uh, okay, geography is I what he, was he the, teaches. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Would it, you say he also teaches survivability courses? <laughs> or like, yeah. Those is, two things. Okay, did you guys ever have a geography class in school? No. No, no I don't think so. So I, That's like a semester. That's like right, a, yeah, that's part not of social full. studies. I had, yeah. yeah, my like high school boyfriend took AP geography and oh. would always be like, it was really The tough. one that got away. I don't read the one that got away. <laughs> um... 
But I don't like I don't think that it existed. I think that it was like a I think in seventh grade I had geography and it was just like learning all the countries and learning major like mountains and yeah. deserts and shit like that. It's okay. a unit, definitely. Right. Yeah, but, but I don't yeah. Well, speaking of units, Mr. Meyer is sexualized <laughs> from page one. Yeah. Right. The like, way, literally the, page the one. So we First open thing. on, let's say, we open on geography class happening. Ge- Mr. Miner is conducting a lesson and immediately, like, we talk about that he's hot and Massey must roast him. Forearms. We have to talk about yeah. this man's forearms. They keep talking about how he rolls up his sleeves casually. And everybody <laughs> cheers at it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they These hoot kids are always hooting and hollering yeah. for like no apparent reason. Like there's always like. They're, they Yeah. They on the bus. They're yelling just the yes. whole five It'll hour just trip. Say like, like someone says something and the kids just in the sentence that she writes will be and all of the kids hooted and hollered. Yeah. Every, yeah. Everything reads like a fake story online where at the end of it and goes and everyone stands up and claps. That's the only way that I realized that she was trying to write any jokes in there is when she would follow <laughs> yeah. it up with, and everybody was cracking up. Yeah. <laughs> Weirdly, that's how I end all my jokes on Twitter. I'd be like, I just, I'll reply and I'll be like, I just read this out loud and everybody loved it. Everybody's laughing. <laughs> right. Well, I have to say, um, the other night, Nick and I were laying in bed going to sleep and I he still had his phone on and uh-huh. was going through it. And I was like, what are you? And he was giggling to himself. And I was like, what are you doing? And he was like reading Franny's tweets. Oh, <laughs> shit. So that's why he has to fuck I think he would do it. I did yeah. add him yesterday about a goop candle that smells like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina because I thought with his diptyque right. love, he yeah. might need another $75 Dude, you are candle just trying to wife. turn my boyfriend on. Um, Um, So one thing that I noticed about it specifying that everyone was cracking up is it was always following someone saying something brutally mean. Oh my God, yes. Just not even funny, like not even a roast, just an insult, like a flat insult. No, it's, they don't, there is nothing, um, there's no nuance in the way these kids like talk to each other. It's Mm -hmm. all like, um, so like like the I have this written down. So they are the girls are in geography class and the the Mr. Minor brings up that they're gonna be all going to Lake Placid for this field trip and nobody gives a fuck. They're learning about orienteering, which I don't even know what that is. I think it's probably just like following a compass. Yeah, because um, that comes back later. That does come back. Um Chekhov's, Chekhov's <laughs> what I will say about this book is that it has more of a coherent plot than literally any of the other books. Exactly. So, far. so like this holds pretty clear to like what in the beginning the book says it's going to be about which you literally I have to tell you guys you cannot say that about any of the other books like you literally can't um, there is an arc to this book and usually like there is actually no arc to the books whatsoever (laughs) (laughs) um so basically um the girls start texting each other that they're excited for the trip, not to learn how to uh, work a compass, but because the Briarwood boys, who are monsters, yes. um, yeah. we will talk about everyone's monsters. Everyone's a book, monster, though. but we have to talk about the specificity of the monstrousness of Ugh. the Briarwood boys that is being unchecked by everybody. It literally, at one point, they all they say that uh, they say Alicia's name out loud, and the kids just yell, "Hot." And then it says, and the adults fell silent. The teachers are scared of these kids and their sexuality. This this fuck Plovert, okay? Oh my God. Everything that he says is disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So the girls start texting about how they're excited in class, texting in class. I remember thinking that would be a big part of my life. I remember in eighth grade, specifically turning my phone on um, no vibrate silent for texts, anticipating that I would be texting a lot in class in high school. So like a year from when I did it, I was like, I can remember to do this now. Um, and um, so Massey talk- talks about like saying something like she doesn't want to upset Dylan because upsetting Dylan would only drive her to eat. 
this is Massey's story. Yeah, and Massey doesn't want, she's like, Dylan has lost a lot of weight because of the flu, and Massey Mm -hmm. wants Dylan to shut the fuck up about it. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Massey says that if Dylan eats, Massey's going to have to hear about it. It's not that she doesn't want Dylan to feel about it. It's that she, Camden is making the most disgustingly (laughs) tragic face right now. Camden not read the book, so this is all fresh to him. Um, I want to say that these girls sort of like exist like like the the four humors of bullying. Like they're all different, horrible. One of Mm -hmm. them's poor and they're constantly like just bring that up as if it's like not hurtful to her. Exactly. She says that this is like... um, Non, non-dialogue, but this is what Massey is thinking. She says, Kristen always had money issues and it was a major bummer. Major bummer! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck you! What yeah. do you mean? And what's crazy, so the trip, I believe, costs like $1,500 mm-hmm. and all the other girls are totally it's fine. three days. And yeah, three days. First of all. At like a can- it's insane. Yeah. But they offer to pay for Kristen's ticket and she says, I don't want to like take that charity. And all the girls are like, ugh. <laughs> but you're, <laughs> you're our charity case. Yeah, exactly. Right. And she cries so, about it. Have any of you been, have you been to Lake Placid? No. no oh, is yeah, that real? Yeah. This is what I was telling you. I was very oh, excited yeah. because Anthony is from kind mm. of the area. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm from upstate New York. Right. So I definitely did spend time in Lake Placid. And I have to tell you that. She has no idea what Lake Placid is like. <laughs> it's a small town. It's not there. It, it it's not like some remote campsite. There's so they wouldn't be able to get clothes. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> there is like there's certainly some like rugged area to it, but that's not. That's really. I'm trying to think of like an accurate comparison, and I'm drawing a blank. But it's, it's just it's insane that they. What it, do you say? It's like a Lake Geneva. Have you been up to Lake Geneva? No. Geneva on the way. Yeah. Oh, That's like a carny town. Yeah. It, it's just, it's basically just like a small town where, you know, they, it, I think Mr. Minor mentions it at one point. They did host the Olympics there. Right. So they, mm-hmm. Yeah. We're on a first name basis with Cole now. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's just like a small, it's a small, sleepy town. It, and it's just not, there's nothing. There's nothing that suggests this type of activity about that town. Yeah. It's not so, a hotbed for sex at all. No. Wow. Well, till these, till these, till these pre- tweens, tweens, tweens get there. change everything. I just have to, before we move on um, from the classroom scene, I have to, um, we have to discuss one more line where this is kind of the example of what Stuart was talking about, where the girls just like are able to sort of without consequence, totally roast adults. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where Mr. Minor is handing back quizzes and he's like, Mass, you didn't do so well on this. And she says, well, Mr. Minor, they have to take a quiz on um, like, cities um like capital Capitals. cities yeah. or something and she's like well mr minor some of us can actually afford groceries and electricity and the ones who can should be tested on something relevant like <laughs> european resort towns or natural hot springs and then the c students <laughs> cheer yeah <laughs> They hooped and hollered. <laughs> Fucking got his ass, dude. I, I did you t- guys ever roast a teacher? No. And the one time I did, I got in so much trouble for it because yeah. you can't do that. That's yeah. not how school no. works. <laughs> no. Did you? What did you say? Um, I at one point set, uh, told the teacher, she was like, you boys have been in my class for a, a, a long time now. We, that's like towards the end of the year. And I was like, uh, except for one other kid who was with us in trouble. And I was like, lucky you. And this girl, <laughs> this woman told me that she cried later about it. <laughs> and I still, I have written her letters apologizing Aww. about it because I still feel haunted yeah. by this memory of being mean to an adult. Well, teachers' lives are hard. What you yeah. could say is like, you don't make a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah. You um, are overworked by the state. Um, speaking right. of money and how they made it, I just want to... Jump back to Kristen and her plan on how she's going to make some money <laughs> okay, to get on the yeah. trip. Oh, yes. And it involves 
teaching memory skills. <laughs> um, yeah. Is this does this in any way connect to the other books? Does she no. have good memory? No, she, no, she's well, just because smart. Such, it, she brings it up in the beginning of the book where she's like, I've been taking online memory classes. Yeah. Like, what? Like, yeah. Is that something kids do? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I see when she first was like being introduced, I was like, okay, she's kind of the the most normal of them. No. And and I, I sympathize with her because she's like kind of getting shit on just because she can't afford to go on this horrifically expensive <laughs> three day trip where they're not going to learn anything. Um, <laughs> but then when she and she first mentioned the, the memory thing, I was like, OK, like, you know, she has interests. And then by the, the, by the middle to end of the book, every time she brought it up, I was like, stop. Like, we know, Kristen, stop bringing it up. Stop rubbing it you in our face. You became a mass. You started bullying. Right. Her. But that's why these care like that's why these characters are so horrible is that they don't like Kristen specifically, there's so nothing about her that every time Kristen needs a line, like I picture <laughs> Lisey covering her eyes and just struggling like, on memory. Um, but so the girls, um, the reason the trip is so imperative for them and why they want Kristen to be there is because um, it's going to be the time when they all kiss the boys. Yes. Yes. Um, so I guess we kind of just have to talk about tweens and kissing. Mm. Well, we have um, to talk about Muck. Massey's underground Muck. kissing yeah. clinic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Muck, which clinic is... Clinic for kissing. Yeah. Clinic for kissing, yeah. 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 Which is funny because it sounds like fuck, as the girls point out. Yeah, everyone yeah. was going we get, on. <laughs> we get some straight up sex talk in this book. Oh, we get yeah. some oral yeah. sex yeah. They talk about oral sex and <laughs> at one point they're like, the video was so hot, it was like a porno. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I was like, it's like, like 12. What's yeah. happening? Um. So, what, like... I don't know. When did you guys like kiss for the first time? And like, was it like, did you have, cause like, I think so there's a lot of kiss panic in this book where people are like, yeah. I'm going to get, I'm going to get there. Like I'm going to get to the field and I'm not going to know how to play. Yeah. Which I think is a very common fear for yeah. like kids. Okay. Well, like, that was I my know, question. I, I for sure uh, had my first kid. I think I was 15. Like I was older than I should have been. It's I, not, no, 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 use of no, should no, on no. This I, and I want you guys to bully me about it. I was a twerp, but I think like, I think every kid is scared of it. And I was actually kind of interested in this part of the book. It sounds creepy, but the way Massey like, <laughs> like sets up this whole thing so that friends will think she's cool and like know stuff. I was like, yeah. oh, she's going to get like exposed and then she's going to learn to like be herself and no. be okay with her limits. But she's not going to learn. Lessons no. don't happen. She will get story. exposed, but she won't learn. There is there is no morality to this no. world. Yeah, Sophie's called these books morally bereft. Yeah, which I yeah. Would yeah. Agree with. <laughs> yeah. Sure, for sure. Um, yeah, I, like, remember a lot of kiss panic, but also, like, I think the thing, so you brought up that the kids are, like, um, oh, um, like, oral, oral sex, haha, and I remember thinking, like, especially, like, at 12 years old, like, being really anxious about oral sex, like, not thinking that I would have to be involved in it, but I'm like, it could happen at any well, moment. Well, Sophie, did you, read, did you read prep by... Curtis Sittenfeld. Yes, well, that heavy, yeah. heavy blowjob scene. Heavy blowjob, but also, kind of, yeah, yeah. Also, also a lot of um, pussy eating in that. that yeah. Goes wrong. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and this was upsetting to me that they brought up oral sex. Yeah. I'm like, they yeah. shouldn't. With mm, children but- in like hiding <laughs> in the church choir part of a, it was yeah. freaked me out. Um, uh, Massey, she does reference that she got some of her tips on kissing. Well, she's doing an underground kissing clinic to raise money for Kristen to go on the trip. Mm-hmm. 
But also to make Hmm. the girls think, she literally says, Massey does something in every book to remind like the other girls at school that she's the most popular girl. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Massey, by the way, a sociopath, right? Like she is, she is a murderer and a a freak. And I, someone needs to stop her before (laughs) it's too late. Anytime anybody is trying to share the focus of the book (laughs) at all, she's, she calls them selfish. Like it's crazy. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. But um, Massey uh, gets, because she's never kissed, but she's getting her info on kissing from this book called The Art of Kissing. Uh, which is a real book that I looked up. Um, and I looked it up on Amazon to look at some of the reviews. And I just wanted to read this one review. Five stars, funnier than Woody Allen. <laughs> um, I like the click. Yeah, I guess I guess it comes with a DVD. Um, <laughs> I don't know what some of these reviewers are thinking, but I went out and got his DVD, which had me crying tears of laughter. He was actually funnier than Woody Allen, especially in the scene where he goes into a huge mouth to show you how to move tongues for a French kiss. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, as a visual learner, I'm so thrilled it comes with a DVD. <laughs> well, someone, another reviewer said only four stars and they said, needs picture. <laughs> <laughs> so he went, he went, he saw the review and he took it back and he workshopped it. He did. Oh, yeah. Um, she, she, do, she teaches this class to these girls and she has never kissed herself. So she like is just giving these broad sort of tips the, of like dental hygiene and stuff. Right. And exactly. Oral hygiene. Oral, oral hygiene. hygiene. Thank, you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And um, this scene was gross. I really and didn't like it. She makes, I think the really important details that she makes a, um, like a video slideshow <laughs> of pictures she scanned from her mom's magazines of yes. people kissing to an Enya song. And that's when the girl is like, this is like a porno. I, yeah. yeah, I want to specifically bring up a line that Massey says. Um, uh, she's describing the girls uh, while they're watching or, or watching something, I, I think, in the kissing class. And she specifically gets horny about Olivia's Hershey Kiss A cups. Yes, uh, they make her hungry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was such a gross way to put a child talking about another child's body. Like, yeah. It, there's, you, guys there's also, wanted, yeah. you guys never wanted to eat somebody's titties <laughs> after you didn't eat lunch. Um, one thing that really stood out to me about the first big muck moment was the lip gloss flavors. Oh, honey. Gossip girl. girl. Okay, so we have barbecue chicken, California roll. Can we go through them dough. and say yeah. if we would, one by one, if we would. Okay. If we would okay. kiss, kiss or miss. If, we, if you would kiss someone wearing that, because yeah. I have a few that the answer is yes. Barbecue <laughs> chicken. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like we've a all buffalo. Been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. think it's spicy or sweet? It's I hope dry rum. Spicy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, California roll, absolutely no, not. No. no, that just like invites like imagery of like a cold dish. Yeah, fish. Yeah. Also, it's like, is that my question with that? Is like, I don't know if you guys um, are serve safe certified, but like, <laughs> fish is super temperamental when mm-hmm. you work with it. Yeah. Like, so if you're refrigerating it or not, so like, how are they flavoring that? And is it like, if it's actually flavored with fish that is bound to sicken someone. Well, it's a California roll, so it's actually going to be like fake crab, right? That they're oh, seasoned. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So very safe and delicious. Okay, cool. Thank you, Stu. Well, this one, this next one's a slam dunk. Kosher dill. Yes, bitch. If it's I... kosher, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. Big fat no. You... Are you a sweet the gender divide? Yeah, I'm like a, I'm like a sweet You're kisser. I'm not a, a salty Shut kisser. What about like a bread and butter pickle? 
Bread and butter. I've never had a bread and That's butter. That's a sweet pickle. pickle. That's a sweet pickle. pickle. I don't know. A gherkin. It's, it's still salty and sweet and yeah. stuck in a jar. <laughs> <laughs> True. I think Tim is being kind of withholding right now and not chiming in because he actually has not kissed before. Oh, and um, yeah. we're giving him a. Oh, he's looking around. How the fuck did you know that? Fucked <laughs> <laughs> up. We talk, Tim. Girls That's talk. Messed yeah. Up. <laughs> Um, finally, we have we have my favorite flavor, spaghetti bolognese. Shocking yes. to no one, I would. I, that's what I had for dinner last night. Oh, Ugh. shocking yeah. to no one, I would absolutely make no. a hoard with He's someone. <laughs> <with> spaghetti bolognese. <laughs> yeah, because he's Italian. Hey, <laughs> I cannot resist. They're all savory flavors, I yeah. think, and that's such a strange. Do well, they make so, these? Is it their no, makeup company? No. Didn't they have a thing where they had like a makeup company? Oh, they no, did. Yes, they yeah. did. Um, but their makeup company, uh. Like Failed. dissolved it after went under. <laughs> they, uh, they got bought out by their parents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got. Um, no, they caused everyone to have an allergic reaction, so they just stopped it. <laughs> yeah, everybody. Gossip Girl does not come in till book two, and usually yes. the flavors are like Massey slipped on her like, like cinnabon. Yeah. yeah, so Massey. Sp- it specifically says that Massey brings the flavors that are. Gr- Camden looks like he's gonna vomit. Um, Massey <laughs> brings in the flavors um, that she doesn't want to give to these girls because these are LBRs, like Carrie and yeah. what, Strawberry. Sorry. And- so what does LBR mean? I saw beyond, beyond repair. LeBron. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hate having boys on the podcast. Every five seconds, they're like, LeBron? Okay, football? Okay. You're fucking dumb. I thought Massey's muck was a slam dunk. (laughs) (laughs) Loser Beyond Repair is a tough term. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Speaking of LBRs, I guess let's let's talk about Lane and... um, Oh Something big happens for Lane in this book. Tim, do you want to tell us what happens to Lane? No, please pass it on. <laughs> Anthony, do you want to tell us? Period. Yeah. <laughs> period. <laughs> period. Yeah. Lane um, not only gets her period, she gets it in Claire's underwear. Yeah. yeah. And then Which, Barry, yeah. Um, so when, Ugh. in the first scene where Lane and Claire are talking, it says, um, Claire was suddenly overcome by a rush of warm appreciation for Lane, oh. her special friend who... Evidently bleeds in her underwear, which I have you guys ever bled in underwear and then like thrown it? I guess like you guys haven't, but like Fran, have you ever <laughs> bled in under so later in the book, Lane bleeds in like underwear and chucks it into the woods. Yeah, I would never chuck it into the woods. Yeah. I have done that. I've one hundred percent. You chucked that. underwear into the woods. Yes, specifically the woods. Why? Like, Why elaborate, the woods? Please. I get like I was. I bled in my underwear. I didn't. You're first like of all, burning a body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first of all, I did not get my period until I was sixteen years old. Yeah. I could already drive a car when I got my period. Um, it was got. It had gotten to the point where I told everyone I got my period like two years earlier because I was worried that I wasn't a real girl. Um, oh, yeah. Hmm. yeah. So that was, I expected you guys to laugh and everything. Did it it finally happen behind the wheel? Yeah, no. (laughs) Um, But I was, but I was in, I, at some point, it wasn't my first period, but it was like a couple periods in. I like bled all over my underpants and I was on my way to, um, a boy's house and I had like more underpants in the car and so I took the underpants off. You you always have extra underpants. And I I chucked them into the woods that I was driving by. Wow. I mean, okay, now we know. know. But were they nice, were they like nice panties? No, dude, I bought all my undies at Target. So these are silk, (laughs) this is silk underwear from Victoria's Secret. But silk underwear is like, why would you wear that as uh, a child? No, you wouldn't. No. I, another reason why this is upsetting to right. read as an adult. Yeah. You, all the other girls at the camp are wearing thongs and they specify that. <laughs> they're like, whose granny panties are these? And they're like, Claire's the only one with those. We're all wearing thongs. And the teacher's like, 
That's a good point, ladies. Like, it's, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, we'll get into this later, but the yeah. teacher, Mr. Minor, has a issue with the uh, the panties being chucked into the woods. Mr. Minor has issues with a lot of things. Also, my question is, so Mr. Minor seems to be the only chaperone on this field trip where there are, well, also Mr. Dingle. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Dingle. Mr. Dingle. Um, Mr. Minor and Mr. Dingle seem to be the only two chaperones on this entire trip where we have all of the seventh graders from a girl's school and all of the seventh graders from a boy's school. Why is there a man allowed to take little girls on a camping trip? What the <laughs> well, fuck is also, that? Well, also, don't forget that Dylan's mom, Mary Lee Marvel, mm-hmm. Right, but there. she's there as in an artistic capacity. That's true. Yeah. She's observing. She's a documentarian. She can't step in at any point. No. So not only is Mr. Minor the one who's, who's like, you know, piloting this whole trip, he... He, it fully specifies that he knocks on the door of their cabin and then barges in before anyone tells <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, very so Trumpy. Mr. Minor, we're in our thoughts. <laughs> multiple moments where he just barges into this all girls cabin with no notice, like, yeah. and and he's lingering there, and they're all talking about how he's hot enough to be a model. It's like, <laughs> yeah, and Maxie so literally much. tells him she's like, Mr. Minor, like all our moms, <laughs> you should model, and he's like, oh shucks, my ladies. mom thinks the brawny man was modeled after you, right? Mr. Yeah, Minor. that's what she says. Yeah. And, and he's, he's like, like, yes. Can you imagine as a child being like, listen, Mr. My Geography Teacher, like, I'm not saying I'm involved in this in any way, but my mom thinks you are hot. Like, and him being like, this is okay. Like, thank you. This is something I think you guys, I've listened to a few of your other uh, episodes. Uh, they're so good. And you, there's something you bring up a few times where it's like, kids being more overly confident in their sexuality to adults, where it's like, Ooh, I really thought this teacher had a crush on me. <laughs> yes, right, even yeah. though I was like a fat sixth grade little boy. <laughs> yes, and I was yeah. like, yeah, but they they really well, liked me, did, actually. Uh, you guys as men, did you feel that way too? I was terrified of of older women. Um, now, I mean, obviously, they're the light of my life. But <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> I think like at the time, it was, no, it was totally out of the, the world of conceivability that an adult would like you. But okay. at least that, that's being from my place yeah. and having zero confidence in myself or my body. Yeah, right. I didn't. I didn't think anybody would like me at any right. point in my life. <laughs> yeah. Like I was truly like just trying to prove myself to everyone, and I, I thought I had a big enough hurdle with the kids in my grade. So <laughs> I was not, and I was like, you were keeping was, it close to home. I was like shockingly asexual for like such a long period of my like. I was a very late bloomer in terms of like my interest in sexuality. Like I was just very much like. I'd rather go outside. <laughs> you were Mr. You Minor. Were Mr. Minor. <laughs> you were like, I'd rather connect You've with You've been to like classes, yeah. asexual. Um, Tim, when you were in uh, like middle school, did you, uh, tell me about your child sexuality. Uh, I didn't really realize what masturbating was until I was like maybe 12 years old because a couple of kids would just like beat over their pants in a joke <laughs> behind the teacher. And so I thought that's what you had to do. But you just when, had to like, like fake jack yeah. off. Fake jack off, but also like actually physically hit your, like your penis oh, over your pants. You didn't understand. It was like, you are like, <laughs> I thought it was beating off. Like you would like, like mash your dick under oh, your hand. No. And uh, so I did that until I was 12. And now and you can't reproduce. Now I can, yeah, now I have no balls anymore. <laughs> hey, I, I have a quick story. It, it's, 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 it's like a little, it's quite different, but it, it's more in line with like the jerking off over the pants thing. Sure. Um, the first time I ever saw porn was at a sleepover with 
a bunch of my friends. I think that's kind of classic. Right, but the the whole situation was intense because (laughs) I'd never seen porn at all. I I didn't have a laptop or anything, only the family computer at this point. I think we were probably like 12. And they pull up porn and they we all start watching. Porn.com. They pull up, you know, porn. (laughs) Porn. It was... twisties.com or something. Oh, <laughs> it's always, you always start on one of the, like, yeah. the off-brand, like, yep. fucking, like, and, deep dick type and they shit. Were, and they were all like, they were all like, I, I love this one. This is my favorite one. And, and I was like, yeah. Huh. Um, so we were all, we were all, like, lying. There are eight videos. <laughs> all of those boys, though, are all seeing porn for the first time at that point and going like, I fucking love this, right? You guys, we all like it. So we're all lying together. I think there's, like, five of us. Oh. We're all lying together, like, looking at the screen right and slowly w- one at a time oh. one at a time kids just start disappearing like one guy's oh. like one guy's like all right i've had enough i've got to go jack off and the kid whose house the kid whose house it was was like here's a room here's my closet go in there. Like, here's oh, no. you take the bathroom over here and, you guys were like grooming then, yourselves. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I just was there alone, just like wanting to turn it off, but not wanting to be roasted. So I was just sitting there watching Anthony. it. And then they all come back one at a time. And they're like, you're just sitting there watching it, not jerking off. Who, came back, like, who came back first? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not toxic, these poor yeah. boys. But, but they were like, they were like, dude, what the hell? You didn't jerk off? And I'm like, I don't really want to. And he was like, hey, man, go in the bathroom, jerk off. And I was like, I was like, fine. To to yeah. So I went into the bathroom and I closed the door and I just sat on the sink. And I was like, I was like, I don't know how long this is supposed to take. So I just like did it, did like a count in my head. And then finally I was like, all right, I bet that was enough time. And I go back and everyone was like, that took so long. What happened? Oh, I was hell like, yeah. These you're guys like, were you're like, into, you knew about edging. You were like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, and then I uh, unrelated broke his table and then was not invited back to his house. Oh, I was the one that was never invited back to his house after that night. Yeah. <laughs> so I get it. This gives us a good segue into um, just talking about. So this book features the Briarwood Boys more heavily, I think, than like any of the books so far, even though we're getting a lot of, like, this is like, everybody's at a campsite together. So we get a lot more, I wouldn't call it characterization because it's um, definitely, none of it is intentional or like uh, pointing to any sort of like literary um, machinations within Lacey's head. Um, But the Briarwood boys are monsters. Yeah. Um, They suck. Like, uh, this is kind of goes into my, and I know that this, this is going to offend some people in the room, maybe, but I have, I genuinely believe that like single gender education, especially for boys, creates this sort of monstrosity because like the, like they don't see girls learning or like doing work. It's just all like the girls are across the street and I've got to fuck one of them. Um, Sophie snaps to that, but I want to say, it, I think it is, but I think any way where genders are not mixed while you're schooling will create a fucking problem. Yeah. Like there is no way that keeping boys together and girls together to do their own things like is good. It just creates like this horrific bullying that you see from the clique. And then on the other side, just like these homunculi weird men <laughs> who are just evil. And, I, like, I will say, though, my personal in my personal experience and like my philosophy, single gender education for women is like. So, like, for example, there was, like, a huge public... Your your school, Walnut Hills. Walnut Hills Franny, High The school. gigantic nice. fucking number, number public one school, school in Ohio. that produced Franny. Um, 
they had an AP physics class and my all girls school had an AP physics class. And out of like the 20 students in your, because we met up to study, of course, um, all out of all of the, and it was a sex thing before you ask, um, out of all of the 20 students in yours, only in, um, the public school one, only three were girls. And at mine, like there were obviously all 15 of us were girls. And I think it gives like women the opportunity to like feel special, like, especially in like sciences where like, and like, I'm like, I'm here to say like, fuck STEM and fuck STEM education, but also like, I don't know, like that's the one like, but I feel like everything yeah. is for yeah. men. No. So, oh, for sure. Right. Yeah. I think, I think that's a totally viable point. I just think it is, especially afterwards. Like, I think a lot of us in this room went to Loyola, which is a, a Catholic college, right? Yeah. Or a Jesuit institution. And there are a lot of people getting out of private high schools where their entire life has just been we only really socialize with our gender. And then when they get released into the normal world where you interact with other people of other genders, like you, a lot of these people that I met at Loyola just go insane and like go all out freshman year and burn out so hard because of it. So I actually like, not only did I grow up in upstate New York, I went to an all guys school across the street from an all girls school. Oh, Did you go to Briarwood? <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Is the joke B-O-C-D? Is it that they have B-O? I just am putting this together now. Is that Briarwood is, O? It's Isn't it Briarwood Octavian Country Day? I don't think no, so. Wait. Doesn't that stand no. for like bad O-C-D? <laughs> the bad kind. Wait, oh no, I'm sorry. One. B-O-C-D is from a later book, yes. right? When they combine, when they can, excuse me. No spoilers. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but it, it, I, I completely agree with you. I think that it is really, it teaches the worst. Like, because the thing is, because you're left in that environment, it really becomes, for, for young guys, it becomes this like pressure cycle to impress everyone around mm-hmm. you. And people are impressed or looking for the worst behaviors because that's what matters is like power. Right. And that is such a toxic thing to right. teach and, and to like nurture it um, mm-hmm. in this environment and just let it run loose right. is so dangerous. Like yeah. I've seen so many people go irreversibly wrong at such an early age <laughs> oh because God. they, they just build this perception of what the world is like and what communication, especially with women yeah. is like, yeah. and, and with other men too, with, with, with anybody they just think that every conversation is about winning something, gaining something. <laughs> That's what it's this book is. Yeah. Every time we hear right. somebody's perspective, it's always like, I was about to play mental chess with them to win the conversation. <laughs> so the thing is, the thing is, we were kept, it was it was separate up through seventh grade wholesale. And then at eighth grade, um, you start having classes on other campuses that are mixed. But then all the assemblies and everything are kept separate the entire rest of the run. So you're not supposed to eat lunch with people on the other campus, you're not supposed to like, you're, you're supposed to stay on your side for anything that's not a class. Uh, like That's so bizarre. And it was yeah, split between insane. buildings. It was really insane. And like, I I have done like a lot of, like I, a lot, a large part of my life journey has been like unlearning and bringing mm-hmm. that, Wow, like, yeah. Like bringing down like what I thought like was, you know, not only misconceptions, it's just like, it's just like a flawed worldview yeah. because you're yeah. ju- you just don't know anything else because you don't have that exposure. Right. And then when people are like, they become, they become like nice guys, air quotes so quick because you're just like, 
you're just like, all I have to be is not a monster, and I can <laughs> right. win yeah. in a different way. Yeah, this is how I win. Yeah, okay. This is how I win. Yeah. We said some gem we, heads we, said we weren't going to bring it up. We said we weren't going to bring it up. <laughs> you got boys on the pod. We got to talk safety. I so that remind well, you talking about that reminded me of something I wanted to bring up. So uh, everybody rolls up to um, the bus to get on the bus to go to Lake Placid and. Massey ends up mm. sitting with Darrington, who all of the girls at Muck have think that she has kissed because that's yeah. like she's like, yeah, me and Darrington have been getting really busy. We've behind been making out since Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, and they are Massey and Darrington sit together on the bus. I was floored by this because when we went on field trips in middle school, boys and girls were not allowed to sit next to each other. There was mm. a boy side and a girl oh. side. On no, the bus, no, is there a word no. we were going to finger On each our other. bus? Oh, there was fingering on our buses for <laughs> sure. And there was so much sexting going on in Nintendo DS Picto Chat. Yes! <laughs> Wait, someone had that Wi-Fi possible. Yeah. Everybody, everybody connected into one room and it was just <laughs> disgusting. Like, it was so gross. How do you sext on Picto Chat? You just you draw some titties, right? such gross stuff. <laughs> and, like, everyone on the bus is like, Looking around, like, oh, I wonder who this username is. <laughs> yeah, it was gross. It was really gross. But oh. Massey doesn't take, she's very scared of sitting yeah. next to Darrington. This was yeah. relatable. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Wait. I remember. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. Go ahead. Massey has only kissed her dog up to this point. And right? her dad. Yes. And her dad. <laughs> yeah. But a peck on the cheek isn't really what the girls with muck. going to be impressed by. Quote Lisi. When you're kissing your dad, shit's different. Look, it's just a different experience. I, but she is, she's scared of spending time with this person she really likes. And again, yeah. this is another moment where you get like a genuine emotion out of Massey. Right. And by the way, her name is Massey. Have you guys talked about like, yeah. what? Like, Which is, it's like we kind don't know of why. Like okay. funky, rich East Coast names is what we think. Like, like a bunny or a right. uh, yeah. tab Tabitha. Yeah. Or like, We're so rich that we can afford kitty. to make your resume look bad. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's how we, we've discussed at length whether or not Massey's short for something and we don't think it is. We think the name is literally Messiah? just... Messiah? <laughs> Messiah. Honestly, maybe. Masochist. Ah. I think it was just in the first book, so Lucy could come up with that term mass massy kiss. Massy kiss, yeah. It sounds like yeah. it sounds like an English term for jacking off, honestly. <laughs> I'm gonna go have a bit of massy. Julie, <laughs> <laughs> would you like to go into my closet and have a bit of a massy? <laughs> it took so long. <laughs> um, I, I actually really related to Massey at this specific yeah. moment and yeah. none other uh, because I just I really understood her thing where it was like, I really want to sit next to Darrington, but I'm going to pretend to be asleep just so I don't have any opportunity to have this go wrong. Yeah. yeah. She can't fail if she doesn't. Right. You know. Right. If you don't even try. Yeah. But yeah. she slapped him on the ass at one she point. She does Damn. it all the All right. It's <laughs> finally time. Let's <laughs> do it, boys. Let's talk. Darrington's cute little butt. <laughs> talk about his butt on every fucking yes. yes. He wiggled his butt like a little golden retriever. What is this? What's he doing? <laughs> That's shaking out of shit or something. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What is this obsession with Darrington's butt? Is that in other books? Oh yeah, too? that's actually yeah. the one thing that continues over between books. Like we don't get any sort of like character plot continuity, but Just this he has an ass. twelve-year-old's ass. Yeah. Do you think it's maybe a thing where like? Um, you know, they're pretending to be more into his butt than they actually are because they're like, well, this is sexuality. Right, it's kind yes. of like what we've talked about yeah. many times on the pod, which is this sort of play acting and lampooning of sexuality uh -huh. um, in order to I'd sort like of to appear... slap that little 
will buy. Yeah, it's them like constantly talking as if they are all like well experienced. It's like yeah. they're all part of Sex in the City or something, right. but they're all 12. Right. And they just understand that butts are in some way not supposed to be like seen. So it's hot. <laughs> yes. you know? When he's wiggling his butt, is it supposed to be like a performative thing? Yes, yes. That's, that's like his absolutely. like touchdown. He's presenting. Whatever. He's it's presenting. his touchdown, Anthony. Like- now you understand. It's his <laughs> touchdown. <laughs> well, no, because he does soccer and that's his thing. Yeah, his thing right. is when wearing he shorts scores, in the winter. He, mm-hmm, yeah. Wiggles his butt. He shakes yeah, his butt. Okay. Also like the so. culture of young men wearing... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. The culture of young men wearing shorts, yes. even when it's cold outside... Yes. I like that. That felt very real. I was that like, that's real. like a yeah. very real middle yeah. school boy who just wants everyone to think he's cool. For sure. And and like, okay, so I mentioned earlier that I think Plovert's a monster. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk Plovert. Plovert. Yeah. Fully exposes Darrington's ass at one yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. You guys ever pants to anyone? Yeah, but I don't, I don't think it was ever done in front of someone of the other gender. I think it was all like boys being boys just trying to see each other's little penises, you know? <laughs> So what you're saying is that's normal and it's boys will be boys. It's totally boys. It's locker room talk and I want it to happen. Okay. No, it's awful. Stuart like, canceled by the these pods. These characters fucking suck. But what's interesting about the boys is that the narrator doesn't, the narrator isn't like uh, omniscient about their thoughts, I don't no, think. just like, the girls' All thoughts. the girls, we understand that they're like worried about things going wrong and they have like, they're nervous about stuff, mm-hmm. but the boys just seem like these monolithic, like well, evil things. Well, we get a little bit of that when um, Claire sneaks into Cam's room mm-hmm. and she's like, let's kiss here. And he's like, no, like, what about Josh? Like, I can't like, I can't <laughs> we scam recap? on my boy. Should we recap what happened in the last one? Yeah, so- if you're not listening, um, if you're if you're order. not listening in order, um, basically, because of the whole, I guess we could we should kind of recap for you guys what happens with the um, yeah, we Nina should, we Callis. Should Nina Callis. Nina yeah. Callis is um, Alicia's hot slutty cousin from Spain. Which I call her a slut in like twenty yeah. different ways. Yeah, slut bag, time. slut burger with everything on it, slut Orita. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe sweet pickles on it. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> um. So she shows up from Spain and is basically like, hey, boys, I'm not a virgin. So, like, I'm basically down for everything. And all of the boyfriends, like, Darrington, Cam, the newly uh, single Josh Hotz, um, show up. And they're like, what the girls see is that they're obsessed with Nina and don't want to hang out with them anymore. And so because of all of this, like, Cam won't talk to Claire. And so she ends up, um, Claire ends up kissing Josh Hotz, who Mm -hmm. is, as we know, Alicia's crush, a big no-no. And she basically then finds out that Nina told Cam that she put a Spanish spell on him um, (laughs) that would make it so that he would uh, not do well in the soccer game if he talked to Claire. Because, as she says, David Beckham doesn't talk to Posh before... um, before big games. Now, now they understand. Now yeah, they understand. I yeah. get that. Sure. Yeah. Um, by the way, Cam, different colored eyes. That's so hot. Oh my God. That's his thing. That yeah. is his thing. Yeah. That and and gummies, that he likes his gummies. Just like oh. Claire. Is it ever explained, uh, this is kind of a sidetrack, is is it ever explained who the narrator is? No. They're, in, they're incredibly judgmental, yeah. the yeah. narrator is. Well, the, it's kind of like Massey. A lot of times if like Massey is in the scene, it's like Massey's thoughts. Uh, yeah. okay. Would be my assumption. It's a little bit third person omniscient. Yeah, but they jump say. between like uh, sometimes yeah. like Massey will be talking to Claire and we only get Massey's thoughts as if we are Massey and then the next chapter is from Claire's perspective exactly. and thoughts. It's very right. strange. Also, 
also one thing that confused me is it felt like there was a narrator because there were all these references to pop culture that these kids would not care about yeah. at all. No. N- these kids are not watching The Perfect Storm. And no. they're- <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I know what you did last and summer. Yeah. 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 No, the, I know you the did. Best I was like, that seems insane. Ever was when Claire was like, oh, I hope Joss Stone's on the CD. Do you guys know who Joss, Joss Stone released one album in like 2003? Like, she's like a white girl who did soul music. It was like trying oh. to be like a Janis Joplin thing. And I was like, this is literally like Lisey, because Lisey, background on her, she worked at MTV and then was recruited to write these yeah, books. Yeah, it's not a writer. An, yeah, by the publishing recruited. company. Recruited. Yeah. Wow. And she... Um, Alloy Entertainment. So I think that she had probably just covered Joss Stone and was like, I don't know, fuck it. Claire's listening to Joss Stone. She's going to be <laughs> huge. Fuck it, Joss Stone. Fuck it, Joss Stone. Joss Stone, uncut gem, Joss Stone. I, oh, stop, that's not I like good. that, actually. Um, can I talk I to you guys about a line that was in this chapter as they arrive? And it's talking about um, Darrington and Massey kind of being the perfect couple because they... Mm-hmm. Uh, they're both like the most popular people in each school. Like yeah. everyone looks up to Darrington. Everybody should look up to Massey if she got her way. And the way that Lacey explains this is they're the Lacey, perfect. Lacey. I'm sorry, Lacey. Lacey, <laughs> get out. Whoa. Of Lacey Chabert. <laughs> yeah, Lacey Chabert <laughs> yeah. says this. They are the perfect match. Like DK and NY. Dope. That's yeah. fucking cool. I like that. I, I have a, so we've gone into a lot on this podcast how this may be like a queer, underlying queer narrative. And one thing that I'm going to present in this one is that I don't know if Massey actually likes Darrington because she's attracted to him. I think no. she likes him for power. Reasons. It's totally a proximity yeah. to she power She doesn't even thing. like, when they eventually do kiss, she doesn't even like kissing him. No. For most of it. No. She says it hurts her teeth. Right, which is, <laughs> you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. You're doing He's like burying his teeth and just being like. Have you, ever, have you ever kissed someone who hurt your teeth? Yes. I have to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've definitely had like the teeth, <laughs> the teeth bonk thing before. Yeah. Uh, but someone, I kissed someone one time um, who, not, I mean like, I at one point in my life was kissing someone who it felt like they were sucking yeah. the teeth out of my mouth. Oh my God. Ugh. But it's like, uh, this happens all the time to kids because they don't have muck taught in schools anymore. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm sorry. Exactly. Teach it young. Yeah. Um, also, Another like thing is when they're breaking up into this is just like a really side thing, but I know that this is gonna kill this probably killed with the people at this table is um when they're breaking up into teams for like the orienteering check, um, the kids are like they're saying who's on the team and then the captain and uh, one of the captains' names is Paul Dano. Do you think Lisi Lisi is certainly not a Dano fan, but do you think that was in her subconscious? I mean, just like Sunshine like would have come out mm-hmm. right as this book was being yeah. written and they were she was like that fuck role. it Paul Dano. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and, fuck it Paul Dano. And fuck similarly it to that movie he has no wines. <laughs> the yeah. They do bring up at one point that there's other boys who go to this school yes. than just the hot ones, but that because they are short, they don't care about well, them. They're, they're not on the soccer team. They're like, yeah. and the boys who aren't the soccer boys. Yeah. Exactly. You're like, oh, there's a whole nother school at this exactly. fucking book. There's right. normal men and women. Uh, in this. Right. You guys missed, I wish, he's only in the first book, but Chris Abley is kind of like the oh, leader of the Brainwood boys. older. And he's, uh, Hot brother, brother who yeah. also rides horses. Oh, <laughs> he's sensitive. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, fuck. These none of these like new guys to me measure up to Chris Abley, who's always like, it's a date whenever him and Massey yeah. meet to ride horses, even though he has a girlfriend. How old is he? Uh like 15. Yeah. Mm. It's not he's an older man. Cam has an older brother who's explicitly uh like predatory, I would say. He's a mm. senior and is like, whoa. 
Do you remember? Is he, that the one? Oh, that is the one who is like making out with Alicia. Yeah, well, he's trying making to making Alicia make think that he was going to make out. Yeah, come to Alicia's boobs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, yeah. everybody in this book series it, that that matters to the to the author like is a bad person. Oh, fully. Mm-hmm. No yeah. one like no one has like has any interest other than power or like <laughs> no, like everybody's pursuit of being taken seriously like even the teachers like is just based off of like the need for some sort of weird power over everybody and they achieve it by like being rude or invasive exactly i'm also thinking of when claire um sees that her little brother todd has ibo and um oh. she sees uh, Ibo being destroyed by Massey's dog being it's on purpose and, though. On like, purpose, yeah. yeah. Like like Massey lets out the dog exactly. right to attack yeah. the dog. Which okay, so Todd, we don't get any of this in uh, any of this in this book. Todd kind of deserves it as Todd, well. <laughs> Todd like is canceled. Like he literally is always like I I can't wait to move into Massey's house so I can see her boobies. Like yeah, and he kind, also literally he did steal Massey's lip virginity. He did. So she's reclaimed her lip virginity. Yeah, but he, he kissed, kissed Massey. He's ten years old, by the way. Whoa! <laughs> wow. Um, but Ibo, I I looked it up right before the pod, and I did share this with a couple of people in this room. But uh, Ibo, an Ibo uh, robotic dog, does cost nine thousand dollars. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> Holy Indeed. shit! Indeed. This is why Claire's false. <laughs> yeah. This is why they can't afford to like not live in the guest house. Is because they spent nine thousand dollars. <laughs> we can't dog. make rent. I'm sorry. We gotta get the Ibo. Yeah. <laughs> it would have only taken Kristen nine weeks to do that with her memory teaching skills. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but essentially. So like they're looking out the window from Massey's iPad, which is what a room is called. Which Very cool. Invented before, wild, the before the iPad. Wild, 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 wild. iPad. But they see the kid playing with his little robot dog outside. Massey's like, watch this. And she lets her dog out and it rips apart the toy while Todd just screams. In, in like he's so sad. And Claire, a 10 year old child. Yeah, we hear Claire's thoughts and she's like, she feels so bad about it, but she wouldn't want to make anyone in the room uncomfortable by making a scene. And yeah. you're like, she doesn't want to go out because they might talk about her. Yeah. Right. But, but do you guys, I mean, like, I don't know if, like, little siblings are, when you're that age, embarrassing. Yeah, but like, would you actively, like, really? It's not active. She, it's, the, it's the opposite of active. She doesn't want to appear active. Oh. God, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I obviously it's disgusting and very, very sad. And like, uh, like that kind of thing legitimately tugs in my heartstrings. Like when a child is yeah. like uh, devastated. Categorically, as a rule, when a child has their $9,000 robot dog destroyed by a real dog, I am sad. Um, <laughs> but I, don't, I can kind of make sense of that just because I remember like when my parents, so literally even through high school when I was like going and doing drugs places, my little sister always had to come to things that I was invited to. Like as a rule, like I always had to take mm-hmm. her and like her dumb little friend this somewhere. This feels very hereditary. It yeah. is, yeah. Um, and then <laughs> I was driving- your younger sister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her head did get chopped off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, spoilers for hereditary. Um, Aster gang, put your fists up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that kind of made sense to me being like, oh, my fucking sibling added again. And like, if I defend them in front of my friends who like also like to shit on them, like I will appear weak and yeah. you don't want that. I mean, I understand. My brother popped an inflatable Jack Skellington that I had. <laughs> I, I cried in front of his friends and it, that still haunts me to this day. How, How old were you? you? I was, I think, eight. <laughs> and my, my, yeah, my brother was 10 at the time. So, oh, you know, that's really, age difference. Yeah, I was a child. It was tough. He was like, Fuck Jack Skellington. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He dated Burton. Right. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, do we want to get back into the actual story? Yeah, of let's the book? do it. They yeah. had, so they split up into groups to do orienteering. Yeah. Um, the big the big split is that Claire is put in with both the her ex boyfriend Cam and also Josh Hotz, who she kissed to make Cam jealous, but Cam doesn't know that. Uh, Cam, Cam just knows, like can't really pick yeah. up on the nuance. <laughs> that is like kind of like I think that Cam sees this situation as very black and white, like kind of how kids do, where he was like. So I thought Claire liked me, but then I saw her kiss someone else. So it must mean that she doesn't like me. And then he, you know, shuts down to protect himself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also he says later he didn't want to pursue her again because she was Josh's crush now. So the right. label, that's, that's his girl. Yeah. Right. Can't she like, belong which, to Josh? Like, well, uh. that that is like very true of like what these kids would be thinking. Yeah. Like exactly. It's, it's just so disgusting. Because right. Alicia likes Josh. And yes. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. So, so the whole because he wears Ralph Lauren perfume. Yeah, like, we, can, we, can we just talk about the sense of all the children in the book and how often people are in a room and smell something and go, yeah. I could feel Alicia's presence in the Alicia's room. Alicia's angel perfume. Yeah, yeah. It's very weird. Yeah, like Kristen really weird. wears Clinique Happy. Mm. Yeah, um, and well, like Massey Chanel number five. Did Did anyone here have a signature scent? I Axe. Axe, really? Okay. I had an Phoenix asthma Axe. attack on the school bus because a kid sprayed Axe on me. And the bus driver, we were a block away from school. And so the bus driver just kicked me off the bus. And I sat by the side of the road catching my breath. This woman, um, I do not pass the Axe around. That's, that's legitimately what my signature scent was. I'm sorry. I and was... is, evidently. <laughs> no, I don't Smell use it. that anymore. There day, is a bottle of Axe on the table right now no, in, in the Stussy like studio. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. You were in the middle. Um, of... No, I was just kind of recounting my trauma, <laughs> but, you know, it's okay. Um, I, I just don't think of, I don't think I could ever place any perfume or cologne by the smell of it. I, I, I definitely could. could. Yeah. Well, my, okay. my scent was um, pink sugar. And I think I've said this on the pod, but I specifically bought a bottle of it after I saw the Sephora website. But this woman was like, it drives my husband wild. Oh. <laughs> so I bought some pink sugar perfume. I wore like the pink, um, like Victoria's Secret pink spray-ons. Which one? Cozy? Um, no, there was like Fresh. a one with a green a green cap, and I got them for free because my aunt worked for Victoria's Secret. Oh, that rules! Oh, no. And I damn, was, I wish my aunt worked for Victoria's <laughs> Secret. Oh. Tim just went raw pit, right? Yeah, I, I went raw pit for a while until you did, didn't you? maybe did I was you really? like nineteen, twenty. Yeah, no, I didn't start. No he didn't, I didn't really start sweat. sweating. Yeah, I didn't oh, start shit. sweating until I was like twenty one. You're probably not gonna. We will all have some form of cancer from wearing deodorant. <laughs> 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 Tim's, good for a few more Tim's years. gonna outlive all of us. Yeah. <laughs> um. Do we want to talk about um, the second kissing uh, class? Yeah, there's the another igloo. kissing class in an igloo where Claire... What the fuck? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> how? So Mr. Minor teaches the kids how to build an igloo as if that's like a, a marketable skill. He's like, you're going to need this one day. You're going to thank me. And as in if the gig economy, you'll need to know how to <laughs> make an igloo. And as if that's something that you do in Lake Placid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're laughing at us for not knowing what goes down in Lake Placid. <laughs> I barely know what goes on. So Claire and Mass Massey is having Claire teach her how to kiss. And this is not as sexy as it sounds. Uh, they are in an igloo and Claire brings in a moose head. Where did she get that? Kissing. I don't from the, from the cabin. Yeah, okay. it was hanging okay. on the wall. And Which I think is probably I like fucking that. huge. Moose yeah. are gigantic. Yeah, meese. Meese, yeah. yeah. They're like freaking, uh, they're like bigger than a car. But I, I have like heard in the same way that like pigs are genetically very close to humans. Um, moose do have the most identical human lips of any animal. Oh, in the yeah. <laughs> That's a fact. And, That's a fact. And they do affectionately <laughs> name it Deuce. 
dead for, for dead moose. Yeah. I oh, thought it was, I thought it was daring, daring Chain moose. moose. Okay, never mind. But it is I, dead. Yeah. I just have to say that there's just there's. I felt a queer vibe in this one too. Mm-hmm. They're practicing kissing with each other. Did you never? Pra- did you never practice kissing with another girl? Uh, no, I wasn't hot enough. Did well, you practice okay. it like on another girl? Or yeah, like- I, yeah. But it wasn't like it was like when I was very. It was when I was very very young. Okay. I literally forgot about this until now. But I had this friend. I don't even remember what her name is. She moved away. Um, who would come to my house after kindergarten and we would like kiss each oh, other. Yeah, yeah. I did that oh, with yeah. like other boys though when I was like <laughs> yeah. a bit like a child child. Just because no, you're yeah, just second like grade. I don't know. This is like something that adults do. We <laughs> yeah. can do it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely. In like I remember my first kiss was in second grade, and then it was another whole ten years before that happened. Again. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I used to kiss the toilet paper holder in my bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Why was it a moose head? Did you have a moose head? It was, it was golden and round and kind of reflective. Oh, oh Jesus. Why would you wait? Why would you kiss? Like, just because you thought it looked cool? I don't know. It, like, I was like, well, I'll practice kissing on this thing while I'm shitting. Why not? Oh, <laughs> my kissing, kissing while That's, I'm shitting. Kissing while so I'm shitting. Do you have, do you have like a, I feel like that kind of would activate in a young person like an anal pleasure kind of reaction right because if you're like skip that one stage of like Hmm. anal retentiveness you know what i mean yeah i mean like i I think i had a curiosity when i was a kid and then like never really played out on it yeah yeah so So i would just like kiss this uh toilet paper holder oh yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna ask you on the pod if you like a finger up your ass during sex but just know that that's what i was thinking about okay cool Um, (laughs) it's a maybe it's okay cool 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 cool. (laughs) at least he's open to it um I I think this this igloo really stuck in my mind because of the way it was decorated. And yeah. also, this is the best written scene of the book. And it's because you, you talked about the queer tension. Yeah. Claire at once says, you didn't think you'd be practicing on me, did you? <laughs> and they say there's an awkward silence. And I was like, oh, what is this? <laughs> like, like, okay, very interesting. They don't <laughs> kiss, but... I think that's where you get the first breadcrumb that the igloo will collapse and a drop of water hits someone in the head. And I was like, wow, that's good writing. That's good for sure. Because, because they, they brought, brought heaters and, and candles. Yeah. And eight space heaters. Which is, and then also just the body how? heat of like eight people. 105 degrees. <laughs> and, they all start, and they all start singing Hot in Here by Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of just breaking out into song. Yeah, they always say, and then they broke out. And, like, and it's like, my question, I have questions with that. It's like, who started it? How long did it last? Like, did they just sing all of Nelly's hot? Well, <laughs> when Massey and Darrington like get on the bus earlier, it's like then everyone made kissing noises right. and it's like, for what? three whole minutes. <laughs> chorus, verse, chorus, bridge. Chorus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they took it. Dylan took the chorus, then Alicia took the bridge. Yeah. Then, yeah. Well, and then eventually, so the igloo does collapse, and then Mr. Minor is mad because they destroyed his property. So <laughs> Which is, is igloo like is it? An igloo truly the property of anyone except the snow queen. Oh my gosh, we have to talk about the line. My favorite line in any of these books so far was, this is rolling it back all the way to the chapel. And they say, um, so there's a sneezing noise or like like a loud noise. And um, someone is like, is that God? And in Massey's narration or the narration of the narrator, Massey's thoughts, it wasn't God. It was his biggest mistake. Olivia that, Ryan. that was the one line I thought was genuinely well-written. Yes. I <laughs> me too. The fact that like I, me too, I cackled out loud and I was genuinely, it was the only thing in these books, like in our reading of it so mm-hmm. far that has surprised me and caught me off guard. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, one um, thing we haven't talked about at mistake. all, God's biggest mistake, is that Mr. Minor is fucking Dylan's mom. Throughout. Yes. yes. So we haven't yeah. talked about this at all. So hard, too. Like, they are going at it every night in that cabin. And yeah. by the time we hear about it at the end of the book, it's been like, I write down in half my notes in the chapters, like, who is Mr. Minor fucking? Like, yeah. he's obviously getting laid on this trip. I just couldn't quite put the pieces together. I, like, I have to say that literally even talking about this now is, like, legitimately turning me on. Like, I think the fact that, <laughs> like, I am just putting myself in, like, the role of Dylan. So I'm like, uh, imagine, like, surprise going on a field trip with your child to, like, be the Kathy Lee Griffin of it all and, like, film it. Um, and there's just a hot yes. And you just, uh, you start fucking the looking. Oh, that's so, that's, like, literally, like, I want to write it a fan sound, fiction about what happens this. Whatever this, this campsite is, it sounds very beautiful. Yeah. It does sound That's like why it was $1,500 yeah. for, like, yeah. three days. Yeah. 500 wow. per night. And also, Mr. Minor might be making out, like, pretty well on this trip, like, financially. Oh, he's taking all of that money. <laughs> yeah, of exactly. It costs, like, $150, <laughs> right. and he's just marking that shit up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, so after, after the igloo thing, I, I just want to, this is the scene in the book that crushed my heart. Mm. This is when, um, Massey gets exposed in front of Darrington because the girls but think she's But you knew it was pissed. coming. I knew it was coming, but Darrington, all the while, has an M brooch on his pants that Massey- Shorts, not pants. Sorry, shorts, thank God, yes. Um, on his shorts that Massey <laughs> gave him to symbolize that they're like, you know, dating- and when Darrington hears so that she's sad. been lying about like kissing and kissing other people, maybe yeah. he rips it off his pants, throws it on the ground and stomps it into the <laughs> mud and walks away while Massey cries on her knees. That is the healthiest display of aggression yeah. that he could have possibly <laughs> right. had. I was like, wow, this is a very mature moment in it this It sounds book. like something yeah. that would happen in like an Oscar Wilde play where like you, <laughs> you rip off like the token oh, of affection and you throw it, you rip off the brooch <laughs> and you throw it into the mud. If you if you calcul calculated like every single moment where it specifies that one of these children made another one of them cry, it would like <laughs> it, it would be the majority of the pages in the book. It's yeah. really yeah. but like, do you like for me though that is like the tumultuousness of middle school. Like mm -hmm. I remember during lunch after we ate, we would be allowed to go like walk laps around the track and like hang out <laughs> on the bleachers, and we would like try to make other kids cry. Like there was this girl. Um, <laughs> There was this girl who, uh, at the talent show, she Irish step danced to a Dropkick oh, no. Murphy song. That and her was which like, that one? Was which one of their yeah, songs I don't, I don't was know. it? In 2020, that is the coolest thing I yeah, could ever hear. Right. And her wig flew. You know how they wear those wigs? Yeah, those her wigs wig are insane. Her wig flew off, and she immediately wig. started crying. Yeah. Oh. Someone snatched her wig, honey. <laughs> um, her wig flew off, and she immediately started crying and ran oh. off the stage. And so she was a very, like... um. She that just just kind of speaks to her like level of being able to control her emotions, and we would as a game try to make her cry outside. Oh. Yeah, what would you say to her? I, we shouldn't get into that, but uh, it was bad. Let's I mean, have her on bad. the pod. Yeah, let's oh, have her on man. the pod. I'm sure Sophie and I, though we were not cool, certainly did bully people. Oh. I, I would love to have on some people that we've specifically. I bullied. I like uh -oh. I could I could get some people who I bullied on the pod. Yeah. Also, um, former guest Michelle Castro has some yeah. good stories about <laughs> when she found out she was the bully. Yeah. <laughs> Did she really? A yeah. girl messaged her online and said, um, you made middle school really hell for me. And now when everybody talks about all the fun they had in middle school, I can't uh, participate. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. It, that was a real like awesome twist for her life, I think, to find out that like she had been the villain of another person's story. Right. And I yeah. think at some point, all kids bully. Like, I think it's like a natural thing that they do that you want to stop as much as you can. But like, 
kids just like to have power over each other any way they can. Exactly. And especially if you're the kind of kid who like people are showing you like that they have power over you Mm -hmm. constantly. You're like, I have to have power over someone. So unfortunately it becomes like the like sort of bottom tier kids like me, like have to pick like the kid who like literally anything is going to do them in like the weakest link. Yeah. I think what's also a big problem. um, Speaking from my perspective as someone who I know there were definitely kids who I was meaner to, even though I was definitely not cool at school. Like, I grew up, my brother was older than me and very much bigger than me. So I could never get in physical altercations with him and win. Like he would just beat the shit out of me. Right. Right. So I got really good at saying things that would really hurt him. Yeah. Yeah. And so that power transfers to a school environment in such a easy but horrific way that like, We'll, well stick with kids forever. I also think that like, so I it's pretty, think it's pretty safe to say that everybody in this room is like a sensitive person. We've all kind of like, we're we've, all, been, we've all been crying throughout. Well, this. no, I mean, just like as who we are as yeah. people and like kind of it's indicative of like the sort of life path that we've all taken having podcasts. Is <laughs> 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 so we're all kind of sensitive. And I think sort of the double edged sword of being sensitive is that you can also really quickly identify someone else's insecurities exactly. and weaponize that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they managed to do that on every page of this book. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, truly. Yeah, um, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to like revise my personal history, but I genuinely <laughs> was the kid where I was like, oh, I see this kid being bullied. He's getting it really tough. I'll go sit with him and like try to be, try to be nice. Aww. And then I would get in too deep and be like, oh no, now this person thinks I'm their best friend. Right. And like I, I have to back out because now Yikes. everybody thinks that I'm this person's best friend. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the pressure. Like I, I still, really popular. I still feel that like pressure today. I feel yeah. Like. No, totally. I haven't, I had when I was going to buy legal weed a few weeks ago. Oh no. Um <laughs> this man kept talking to me and like I didn't, you know, it's one of those things where it's like I wanted to be nice, but it was like I don't want the other people in the weed line thinking that, you know, yeah. I'm, I don't I'm want friends the other- with this weird right, man. This weirdo. He's definitely the most unpopular guy in the weed line. In the weed line, <laughs> and are like 10 people that's going to right, this exactly line. the sort of <laughs> the annexed weed that's location. That's kind of how I felt. Um at the escape room um, yeah. is that like I had to be nice to you because you were the most unpopular person. <laughs> <I know. laughs> to be fair, I was solving the least puzzles so I was the least, I don't you know, know if you were. I don't think I solved anything. I kind of just followed everybody around and was uh, like... Unfortunately, <laughs> the three people who were not in our group definitely solved the most puzzles. Yeah, they if really If it was just did. us I, and our partners, we wouldn't have. I don't think we would have <laughs> gotten out, out of at all. Meg and I, and Franny's girlfriend, Meg and I, immediately walked into the room and we were like, we are the weak links and refuse to participate. <laughs> 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 yeah, this is not built for us. I was like, I'm angry. Anxious. I'm gonna go stand in the corner and wait for something. What I else. will say about the escape room is, first of all, we should all go do one. We should go do the jail one at some point. Yeah, we should. What? Yeah. It's gonna. We should together. do a, a live tape within an escape room. I don't think that's legal. It but, is illegal. Yeah, but yeah, we I, could yeah. try. Yeah. Second of yeah. all, we got out with ten minutes to spare, which wow. is pretty good for an escape room. That is good, especially yeah. if you guys. I mean, you're a you're a newbie, at, yeah. right, Sophie? Yes. <laughs> The only the only way I would like be motivated to like really participate in the exercises if there's nowhere to sit down in the escape room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you Anthony like can... unlock something and just like a bench, like a Murphy <laughs> bed. I'll, I'll be right here. <laughs> Let me know if you need anything, guys. But you um, were kind of in an escape room when all those boys were jacking off. Get out of this. <laughs> well, Franny and I came up with a bunch of ideas for like real life escape rooms. Oh, like one of them yeah. um, would be a fertility clinic where you. <laughs> have to like your wife's in the other room <laughs> you have to jack off to the cup in the dog you have to jack off to like a like a very like uh, like really hardcore porn. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say really soft like a well, terrifyingly no. hardcore we all porn. know I'd run out of time on that <laughs> <Yeah. one. laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm 
the nursery studio too long. We've got to throw some porn up on the telly. Um, So we get to the conclusion then of this book where, um, you know, life's an escape room. You just, there's only one way out. Rascal Um, Flats once said, life is a highway. Um, Um, I want to bring up a very specific detail that happens on our way to the end. They're at a fire and Lane, um, pulls a clump of hair out of her head and throws it into the fire. And everyone at camp smells burning hair and they're like, what was that? And like, they don't even focus on the fact that Claire is pulling like large, or Lane is pulling out her hair. Like what, is something wrong with Lane? Yes, or? Yeah. Lane, as we've said, is a like, her personality is what's She is the, um, for some reason, I think Lisey thought I need to have more body horror in my books for middle schoolers. And that's why literally every book, it's like, Lane has a new food obsession. And so the first book, it was oatmeal. Now it's Gogurt. Like, it's all disgusting foods that you never want to watch a person eat. Um, speaking about, we talked a little bit about an ass play earlier, but how about this line where <laughs> they say, more disgusting than Lane licking the rim of an empty Gogurt. Uh, such disgusting visualization. More so, disgusting than watching Lane, Claire's special friend, Rimago. I, I I know that a running theme of this podcast, like from as I've listed, is you're looking for how this this book um you know had like queer subtext yeah. to yeah. it. How about that lengthy scene of Lane yes. climbing on top of Claire <laughs> yes. and like forcing her to get yes. bangs? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it was about extended. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the reason we haven't really talked about the bang stuff is like so many um, books in this series is they will have a problem and it'll instantly be resolved. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the bang yeah. stuff was one of those is like Lane cut Claire's bangs too short and so Claire just got them fixed yeah. and then they were never brought up <laughs> by again. By Jacob. So this, yeah, by Jacob. <laughs> at 5.30 five, five in the J-A-K-K-O-B. morning. J-A-K-K-O-B. Yeah, Jacob makes an emergency. Imagine being a hairdresser and being like, a sorry, I, <laughs> yeah, I, have to, I have to wake up at 5 a.m. to cut this, to cut this 12-year-old hair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so in almost every other book, it's just like plot points like that after, yeah. yeah. Where it's like, it's solved within like three pages. And exactly. that's usually the the sort of the arc of these books. This is, is definitely the best book in the series so far. Yes. That really? Yeah. And I'm yeah. so sorry to say that. That really yeah. sucks. Yeah, it's really, I mean, like there is, sometimes we will get so lost on the pod because there is no, um, like it's all, like there's no content. Oh no. I just saw a note that I, I wrote. So are we, so we're getting towards the end of the book, yes. right? We should, yeah. Okay, right? yeah. so let's, they let's are, they're the in the, the woods, they get lost in the woods again, and, like, everyone apologizes. Oh, Alicia kisses Cam to get back at Claire, which, honestly, I'm like, eye for an eye, I think that's fine. That's fine. Whatever. That's, like, like, it, that's the only way it's gonna end. It gets fixed five pages later. Oh, yeah, they're exactly. like, oh, okay, we're friends. It's but fine. they get lost in the woods because Kristen comes, she, like, sneaks there. She comes. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, we again. didn't even get to that. Kristen, yeah. um, Kristen sneak gets on it. She uses her savings <laughs> to get on a bus to Lake Placid. Gets like it's a greyhound. You can't, she, she's like left out for three days only, and she's like, I can't do it. But they're they're all lost in the woods because um, Kristen is running running away, so she doesn't get caught. And Dylan pees her pants. Yeah, yes. Dylan pees that. her pants to stay warm, and then she chases she says she caught the pee pee poo poo monster. <laughs> I like that. I was like, that's genuine friendship happening between yeah. them. This is like a very real thing. There was actually, there were actually a few, like this being one of them, a few actual genuine heartwarming friendship moments. Like when um, Massey, uh, when everybody finds out Massey and Darrington haven't been kissing and the girls are like, oh, we knew, like you were just a really good mm-hmm. actress about it and we didn't want to like bother you. And it's Which okay. We just want to yeah. know when yeah. it actually happened. I will say Massey kisses Darrington in, I mean, it feels wrong that scene uh can we talk about their kiss yeah, yeah we can talk massey about it. forces herself upon daring yeah i i guess for me that doesn't really 
ring as like that out of the ordinary because I feel like a lot of like early kissing is like girls forcing kissing upon boys. But it says she tackles him to the ground and gets on top of him. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's bad. Yeah, that is yeah. bad. It is bad. Yeah. After he goes but like, girls I... will be girls. <laughs> <laughs> I used That's to just get that ch- all girls school. What happened? I used to get chased around the playground uh, by a couple girls and t- get by tackled. By your art and teachers. By my art <laughs> teachers. <laughs> and they would try kissing me. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah. But isn't, isn't this just like a little... They're a too yeah, old a, to be doing that like... Yeah, kissy, 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 Kissing yeah. without someone else's permission, especially after he said out yeah. loud like, I don't want to kiss you. Exactly. They don't ki- they don't teach consent in Muck, unfortunately. No. Yeah. Yeah. Muck definitely skips over a valuable unit of yeah, it's too it's busy with Enya songs and yeah. you don't get to yeah. That, that, and all, yeah. If you're gonna no, if you're gonna chase someone around, you have to piss your pants. Maybe your team would have liked it if Bassie had Peter Pants and then said, I'm the pee pee poo So this is really I like this doesn't really pertain to much, but I don't think I could consciously pee my pants. Yeah, you know what I mean? like she chooses to mm. pee her pants. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I have too you much have of a to, mental... like, stop and, like, not... You know what I mean? Like, like, if I tried to pee my pants right now, I don't think I could. Like, I, I think my, my mental barrier is up too high that my body mm. would not let me. I, I feel like I could absolutely do it hard, like, hard, too. As yeah. Well. Hard. Yeah, I want to say, like, did she pee her pants because she was cold or because <laughs> no, she, was, she was scared of what they thought was a bear? <laughs> Oh, uh, it, she says it was for warmth, but but it that doesn't make any before. sense. Yeah. It's, it's, you're just yeah. immediately going to be cold. And cold. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, it dries. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Um, they they find a bear in the woods, I think, or it's probably a deer. And yeah, we all don't. Scared, but it's yeah. not really even a problem. No, it's just solved by no. gummies. I, I wish that it would have eaten um, Lane because she had the go gurt. So. That would be funny. That'd yeah, be really hmm. I think yeah. it smelled that she was sick with whatever's going on with her hair. She doesn't actually have her period. She just has like a lesion like, near her vagina. She has a fistula. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I would love, like, what if Lane has like the ring disease or whatever she wants? She's just like pulling hair like out. Um, oh. uh, speaking of Lane and, and, and what she's going through in this book, um, we at one point the she she throws away those period panties three times in a great <laughs> rule of threes in this book. Oh yeah, where it's like they found in the woods. Why is this girl wearing Why isn't this girl wearing a tampon or a pad? I think she's out in the woods and she. I don't think she planned for Has this to access happen. To it? Okay, yeah, yeah. But, but I, it's a, I, go ask a teacher. Go ask a teacher. There's, there's, no, there's no adult women. Yeah, there's no adult yeah. women on the trip That's other horrifying. than that one mom. And she's. Can you imagine? Well, also, Mr. Minor, at one point, he finds the period panties and he brings them into the cafeteria. And makes a scene about it. Like, <laughs> dude, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> like, I need to call and then, oh my God. these other middle scores who got her period. And then Lane is like, I know who they are. They're Alicia's because Alicia had borrowed underwear from Claire just for fun. And then everyone starts chanting Alicia Rivera Just, underwear-a. Alicia Rivera underwear. That's it. went on way too long. And yeah. also, also, Mr. Dingle got upset because the, the, the panties were too close to an endangered owl's yeah. nest. <laughs> it's horrible. Can you? I feel like the first thing they teach you when you're like a middle school teacher is to like not draw attention to right. women's yeah. girls' bodies. Yeah, right. yeah. Absolutely. Like you find those panties and you're immediately like, okay, there's an embarrassed child. Then you see that there is a blood stain in them. <laughs> Very obvious child. what's going on, right? If there was a blood, I mean, there has 
to be, right? Why would she they throw them out? They never said that there were bloodstained no. panties. They yeah. just said dirty panties. <laughs> Did she shit <laughs> those? <laughs> <laughs> were they Dylan? <laughs> oh my god! Wow. So. The, this brings us to the conclusion of the book where I one of the biggest like drops in all time, I would guess I would say, where Massey and Claire are expelled. Yeah, they're straight up all expelled. All yeah. the girls are expelled. And it is the last page of the book. It's wild. Right. Yeah. I... I Turned to Stu last night and I said, Stu, am I in missing? Bed. In bed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Anthony took off his cheaters, put the book down and said, hold on. No, I, I turned to him um, in bed and said, uh, am I missing some pages here at the end no. of the book? Uh, like, it, or does it just end abruptly? And Stu just goes, we'll talk about that tomorrow. I legitimately was like. Stu said, honey, I'm trying to get my sleep. <laughs> I didn't. I See, the thing is, like, I feel like I should want to read more because the story's pushing you towards the next book, but I could give a fuck less. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like, that's the thing is, like, every book ends with, like, a major, like, the last book ended with the Josh Hotz Claire kiss. Whoa. Every book ends with a major. One of them ended with Claire almost having to move to Chicago, and then in the next book immediately was like, well, Massey's dad gave her dad a job. Oh, yeah. great. <laughs> it always ends with, like, some major revelation that immediately gets corrected in the next yeah. book. Um, so I think that they, the parents will just buy the kids back into school. Like, well, we know, we know. Spoiler for the next one, but they go. That's when they go do the movie. Oh. Claire gets to act in a movie. Oh yeah, Claire is. What fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what an I, I, I honestly, I read it. They get expelled, and I'm like. The next book in this series is going to have them going to public school. Nope, That's really that cool. Would rule, honestly. Yeah, that like, would, no, they go to Hollywood and they close no, in a movie. It works out better for them that yeah, they were expelled. Exactly. Thank yeah. God I was expelled. I wouldn't have time to be in that Tarantino movie. <laughs> I also, I don't know if you guys felt this way. The last chapter has them coming out of the woods, finding out that Mr. Minor has just been piping Dylan's mom all weekend. <laughs> yeah. And when I heard that and they get expelled, I was like, oh, they're going to threaten to expose the fact that this teacher is doing some horribly unethical fucking <laughs> no, during a field says, trip. No, he says, we're both consenting adults and she's not on the faculty, is yeah, what he like, says. Dude, wow. what the fuck do you mean? You can't yeah. fuck someone a, who's- A student's a, mom? What a chaperone, yeah. essentially. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's there. They're there to keep the kids safe, which right. they obviously don't. They're just fucking <sighs> incessantly. Um, yeah, so that's that's um, that's Pretty Committee Strikes Back. I literally couldn't remember the name Why of the book. Why is it called that? Because every book is like a different reference to yeah. like um that like a song a or a movie, and none of it 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 never correlates to it. It's just kind of random. I, I wrote down a couple of the other names of books in the series that I wanted to ask you guys with, about. Um, there's things like Brat Fest at Tiffany's. That's very fun. Yeah, um, that is. Fun. That's a really good book if I remember. Yeah, correctly. Blue, yeah. blue cover. Yeah, <laughs> sealed with a diss. That one is very fun as well. Yeah, this is the one I have a question about. American Beauty. Oh, I no. don't think that's why <laughs> it is. It is on the list in the front with the other books. I don't remember I'm, I'm that one. Google. It I'm... is not a pun. It is just straight up American <laughs> yeah. Beauty. So... It's like American Beauty. Um, there's um, what's a I'm trying. There's the next one is Dial L for Loser. Um, which is good. it's just all none of them correlate to the plot of the book whatsoever. I that, think that they were probably added in post. This I don't think this is a book in the series. Show me. Show me your PDF. I don't. I have the same PDF as you. I, I have the book. I have a physical. Copy. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. I have the hard um, I'll, I'll, Yeah. Let me let me pull it up. This is we got we got to get receipts. Yeah. So <laughs> we're if gonna, we keep talking. We're so. gonna. Uh, so I guess while while we get receipts, I can talk about. So every book that we read, um, we tally up some of the expenses. So this one, um, because none of the I wanted to get into the packing list, but because none of the um, 
the items on the packing list were particularly um, specific as to what brands they were. Mm-hmm. I So I decided to add up the numbers of uh, how much it would cost just for the suitcases that they all bring <laughs> because they all bring uh, way so too many suitcases. That's from the A-List series. Ah. So that's the why, A-List... Um, which also has girls on film. beautiful stranger um the a-list is part of the click extended universe no that's that's alphas a-list is just by someone totally okay never mind um sorry sorry Stuart, but you were wrong um (laughs) also the only thing harder than getting in is staying in honey my husband (laughs) 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 um so the um as we brought up as just a preliminary to this IBO, it does cost $9,000. <laughs> um, I just want us to keep this in mind. So um, it said that Massey brings four Louis Vuitton suitcases. Or no, um, Dylan brings four Louis Vuitton suitcases. Uh, Dylan or Alicia, I can't remember who. Massey brings five Alicia's would me. be Ralph Lauren, I think. So that's probably Dylan. Uh, okay. Um, Massey brings five Toomey suitcases. Um and Dylan has, oh yeah, Dylan has a Marc Jacobs duffel bag. Um, so a Louis Vuitton suitcase is $3,000. Um, so that off the bat is immediately $12,000. So more than Ibo. Yeah, more than Ibo. It is Ibo-based economy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the uh, a Toomey suitcase is $1,000. So that's $5,000. And then a Marc Jacobs duffel bag is $1,000. So that gives us to a grand total of $18,000, just worth of luggage, not even talking about what's in the luggage. Did you also add up um, Kristen's uh, bag she got from a grocery store that she's carrying around all her clothes in? So $18,000 and seven cents. Um, So that about wraps up what we have here. I just like, sorry, I'm still kind of processing that number. That's a year of college at like a private university. Exactly. so what we always do at the end, I don't know if you guys caught, um, but Massey does a state of the union um, where she says uh, like three or four things that are in and three or four things that are out. So we all like to say sort of like informed by maybe our week or our 2020 so far, or maybe just our conversation that we've had today, something that's in and something that's out. So we can take a moment and we'll edit this out, but everybody can think of one and then we'll go around and say them. Just one in each category. Yeah. Cool. Burger. <laughs> in burger out, out. burger <laughs> shake fries i'm gonna say for me that um out very mundane laundry i have to do laundry later mm, very out, upset about out, that out out um in is gonna be ibo <laughs> i just say that ibo brought up a lot of feelings for me today i think i want an ibo now mm. or that the other dog we were talking we about get a Patreon um, so we can honestly we need yeah fund our patreon for ibo or the other dog that we were all talking about that had like it has like a square face and it has leds that light yeah. up and then it, uh you can play music and it dances so that's in that's it. in is that dog because it was 25 dollars on amazon <laughs> out is ibo <laughs> it was too cool, 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 cool. um out is kissing I'm over it after this book. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking a break. Off kissing. In is pissing. Woo! Oh, okay. warm. Chicago winter yes. coming up. We gotta just ride it out. Um, I think yeah. Speaking of Chicago winter, I think out the outdoors. I yeah. think let's just stay inside this winter, okay. guys. Fuck Mr. Minor. The opposite of Mr. Minor. Exactly. I'm a dingle in that <laughs> for sure. Um, and I think in. Oh God, I wish. 
I really want to watch the video you were talking about earlier about the kissing and him going in the middle. The Woody so, Allen. We, yeah. should, we should let's stream that. So, out. so I'm going to say in is instructional romantic videos. I think um, <laughs> it's always better to educate yourself about your partner's body. So just have fun out there, guys. All right. Yeah. Tim? Uh, I'd say out are, of course, Mr. Miner's forearms. <laughs> <laughs> and then in for me, deep breathing, y'all. Let's all relax. Oh, I love cool. that. Wow. Um, I would say for me, in would be Paul Dano. Um, <laughs> Which one? I, yeah, <laughs> Paul Dano, the child in this book. Um, uh, Paul Dano, he just became, I think, a father recently. Um, oh. So good for him. And then out, um, I am so fucking sick of Timothy Chalamet. I'm so like, wow. Under, him, yeah. I know that women. that's kind of an un, unpopular opinion, but I think that he's a bad actor. I think that he physically like scares me. He looks like the product of um, like royal inbreeding. Um, <laughs> That's, he's on the crown or whatever. Yeah. yeah. He does look like his eyes could fall out of his head. Yeah. Like, he looks malnourished. He gets nosebleeds every 20 minutes. Yeah. He actually, him and Lane have the same disease. I think. <laughs> um, Royals did blood. It, did you guys, hold on. Did you guys know that there's a movie? There's a click yes. movie, a oh, straight really? to TV movie produced by Tyra Banks. Whoa. Oh, no. And Tyra? She's a nice person. Is, is there yeah. anyone uh, anyone famous in the cast? Yes, we can talk about it afterwards. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think uh, that wraps up. Thank you so much to the Statesman. Yeah, thanks, Statesman. Um, check them out. Um, Statesman Podcast, available wherever you get you pod- your podcast, and you can follow them on Instagram at Statesman Pod. Um, is there anything else you guys would like to plug? Uh, uh, Tim, do you want to go ahead and start? Uh, yeah, you can do. It's uh, Our Instagram is Statesman Podcast. Um, Sorry. Our Twitter is Statesman Pod. Facebook is Statesman Podcast as well. And you can email us at statesmanpodcast at gmail.com. You can find some of my paintings at a gallery in April, starting April 15th. Oh my wow, gosh, that's, that's so, so exciting. Cool. At, a, at Chocolate City. Uh, it's a dark matter shop and it'll be in the bathroom. That's so beautiful. check out I'm that so bathroom. Proud. That is what I call the bathroom anyway. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm so proud of you. That's Thank really you. cool. That's cool. Uh, um, while Anthony pulls up some dates, I have only one <laughs> thing to plug. Instagram, guys. Follow me on Instagram, right? I've got one video up there. I need more followers, so come follow me on that shit. Um, Anthony, what do you got going on? I have no plugs specifically, but uh, I'm always doing shows. Tim and I do a show called Pass Tonight that moves to venue to venue. It's so much fun. Um, so just keep your eyes out for that. Follow me on Instagram. I'm Irasi. I always post show plugs there. But thank you so much for having us. Yeah, Seriously. yeah, yeah, for yeah so thanks much. for coming on. This has been amazing. I love you guys. Yeah. I just want to say, like, you guys are really fantastic. And the podcast so far from the episodes I've been able to listen to before we recorded is really, really genuinely funny and, like, warm in such, like, an interesting and genuine way. So thank I want to give you guys thank all you. the props in the thank world. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. All right. Peace out, guys. Peace out. Um, Follow us on Girls Like Us show on Twitter. Our theme music is by uh, Cincinnati favorite band, Leggy. Yeah. Um, check us out online. Yeah. Rate review and review us. us on iTunes. That really helps us. Yeah. Thank you so much, Thank y'all. You. Peace out. Bye. Bye.